Match week 36 in the books. We finally have breakthrough. Points were dropped by Liverpool or City. And in this case, it was Manchester City. Psych. It was Liverpool who couldn't beat Tottenham at home. Finishes 1-1. to As far as Man City go, they keep trucking on with a 5-0 thrashing of Newcastle. Race for the top four. Takes some twists, some turns, some blown leads, some blowouts. At the bottom of the table, it's still a tight race between Burnley, Leeds, and Everton. Cover that and everything in between in this episode of the Premiership Crucified. Manchester City is still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! Back, Fuchs. And the ball in behind Damian Bunny! It's 11! It's heaven for Jamie Bunny! You, 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 you are an ostrich. Well, your head must be in the sand. Is your head in the sand? Can you, are you flexible enough to get your head in the sand? Now the fans are shouting every week, Louis van Gaal's army! <laughs> Louis van Gaal's army! Feet after a fabulous start, the game just got away from you there. I have nothing, nothing to say. Nothing to say about the game at all. Drama from day one! This is the league we want to watch! No, but you know what? There was a lot of Premier League going on. Yeah, Match Week 36 and a bunch of the makeup <clears throat> games just being thrown out there. Yeah, squeezing them all in. Get them over. There's only one team that has like no games remaining, and it's Man U, and I couldn't believe it. They have that one, the sole one game left when other teams had three. The one game left. First game of the Match Week, Brentford, Southampton to the lineups. Raya, Ayer, Henry, Jansen, Sorensen, Norgard, Jensen, Eriksson, Wisa, Tony, and Buemo. As far as Southampton go, we have Forrester, Walker, Peters, Perot, Salisu, Bednarek, JWP, Redmond, Stu Armstrong, Diallo, Armstrong, and Brogia. My Did, boy Adam Armstrong finally getting a start. Yeah, finally getting the start. Uh, Can't go three in a row, Shane Long. Yeah, which is really tragic. As soon as we said that, Mr. Rolf Hans Hassenhudel has lost his mind. Sure uh, has. Yeah, Southampton started all right, um, probably like first five minutes. But then after that, it was really downhill, and Brentford kind of started to take control of the game. Um, they had a good amount of counterattacks early on that it just looked like they were definitely bound to score. They grab a goal off a set piece. From Ivan Tony to Mr. Jansen. Uh, counterattack from the long ball out the back. Erickson fouled in build up play. But Wiese, he takes it. He just took it from him, Sam, and scores. And just like that, inside 15 minutes, it's 2 0. See, Southampton didn't expect the uh, the, the Wisa goal before the eighty <laughs> fifth minute. They thought, no, 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 we're supposed to score to equalize, and then he scores. <laughs> yeah. Um, chance to make a three, but Wisa misses a tap in from point blank. Truly, one of the worst misses of the season. Um, thought Southampton attack had shown flashes. Um, 
None better than a back post ball that was headed across six yard box. Could have been scored, but cleared by Brentford. Brentford's defense just, you know, besides that Man U game, it's really been solid over the last like what eight. Yeah, weeks? probably probably a couple of months now. They they've really turned a corner. Yeah, they were. It was, it was the Erickson fast. signing. Yeah. Um, James Ward Prowse, great free kick chance, blocked. The free kick specialist blocked. Blocked. Player of the season, blocked. <laughs> uh, Brogia chance through possession, um, but then it results in Adam Armstrong also having a chance. But he's he and he scores, but he's offside. Um, it was just kind of off for Southampton in attack. It just wasn't really clicking. And then even if they do convert, like I said, offside. So two 0 at halftime. Second half. Southampton carrying the weight of play, creating a lot of chances. Um, still just not able to capitalize. They get ever so close, but just cannot score. Really kind of been the thing for Southampton the second half of the year again. Um, Tony with a wide open one-on-one chance and absolutely just messed it up entirely. Uh, third goal, really kind of out of nowhere. Um, some nice nifty footwork by Mr. Ayer. Uh, made the most out of it. Norgar gets an assist, but it was mainly all Ayer. Finishes 3-0. Very comfortable result for Brentford. Southampton, disappointment. You'd like to think that you're a little closer to Brentford, even though Brentford now are just playing really well and Southampton are not playing very well. Yeah, you just consider the fact that Southampton has been established in the league for how many years? Quite, yeah. quite a while now. Brentford comes in, and you know they've had some a couple of really good spells. First half of the season, they played really well, and then they kind of had that dip in form. But then bringing in Christian Eriksen, it's been a revelate, revelation. Revelation. I almost went to yeah. Rubka on you. You almost went uh, New England Revolutions. Yes, it's revolution. been a revolution. It's been a revolution. <laughs> viva, viva la Brentford. But, uh, I mean, it's really impressive to see what Brentford has been able to do getting a comfortable win like this one, you know, 3-0, clean sheet yeah, at home. It, it just pays when you get off to that fast start. You get those two quick goals, you almost have a third. That's something Southampton, you know, sometimes they struggle with. Yeah, they don't take advantage of when they do look all right. They just don't put it in the back of the net. They don't execute. Mm-hmm. Uh Moving on, next game, Burnley, Villa, at Turf Moor. Yeah, I just want to preface this by saying I knew this would happen 100%. Uh, Getting into the lineups, Burnley, Nick Pope, Charlie Taylor, Tarkovsky, Roberts, Nat Collins, Jack Cork, Brownhill, McNeil, Lennon, Veghorst, and Ashley Barnes. Nat Collins? You that close with them? Yeah, me and Nat. Oh, see, it's me and Chuck Taylor. Me and Chuck Taylor. Yeah, we're rocking Chuck Taylors together. Me and Jimmy Tarkovsky. <laughs> Jimmy! Jimmy! Uh, Pervilla, Martinez, Cash, Consa, Mings, Digne, Louise, McGinn, Buendia. Callum Chambers slotting in kind of as a defensive midfielder this game. Yeah, he moved up a little bit. Uh, and up front, Watkins and Inks. Well, you know, you got to move Callum Chambers up. When you're going against the attack threat of Burnley, you just got to have as much defenders out there as possible. True, true. Um, 
Aston Villa get off to a great start. They take the early lead seven minutes in. And who else other than Danny Ings with the cool, calm, composed finish past Nick Pope. Mad respect. Doesn't celebrate. Uh, Tough start for Burnley there. Yeah. Uh, Moving on later into the first half. A couple chances for Voot Veghorst. But he can't convert. He's been he's been out of form in some rough form. That is for sure. And when he's off form, he's just kind of this big clumsy guy who doesn't look very graceful. And it really makes it look worse than it is. Uh, Villa capitalize again. Buendia passes it to the back of the net. Nice little finish there. He's shown flashes this year, and I wish. I don't know if it'd be like more of a run of form would be better for him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know, maybe Villa's just not the club for him. Maybe he should be, honestly, at a smaller club, but I don't know. I feel like I expect a little more out of him. Just not much more, but like, you know, don't you feel that way? Just a little more? Yeah, he was supposed to be kind of one of the marquee signings for Villa. Mm-hmm. And really, he's kind of just been... You know, he pops up here and there, but it, yeah. it's, it's almost like Villa as a whole, widely inconsistent. At times, yeah. very good, but at other times, also very bad. Uh, just before halftime, Burnley has another chance through Dwight McNeil, but this shot is terrible. What can you say, Martinez. Dwight McNeil? He'll give you two good performances this entire season, and then he goes to shit. Yeah. Ends up halftime... Villa taking the lead 2-0. Emmy Martinez has been time-wasting since but the fourth minute of the game. Easily could have had two yellows, I think, personally. Well, in the first half, that's pretty rough. It is rough. <laughs> and it, it's rough. <laughs> you're playing f- Burnley. It's rough the fact that you're, one, time-wasting against Burnley, two, time-wasting against Burnley when you're 2-0 up. It's just super annoying. Strike three is waste, time-wasting against Burnley when you're 2-0 up in the first half. That's right. So, red card. Straight red for time wasting. <laughs> it, it it honestly should. It's so frustrating to watch. Uh, Villa had a third shortly after the halftime break through Ollie Watkins. Nice diving header. Nice ball in from Mr. John McGinn. Been popping up. He must be looking to make a move. He Who's John see- McGinn? Yeah, or? he must be thinking. He must be seeing his name in headlines or something. Yeah, I think so. He's going to United. Him and James Ward-Prowse is going to hold down the midfield for United. Good. Be better than what they have now. Burnley, but not for the price. Burnley get the consolation goal through Cornet. Comes on as a sub. But it is quite too little, too late. Yes. Yes, uh, it is. Disappointing for Burnley. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like... It's it's unfortunate that Villa, you know, had to come out and pop off, but it was well deserved by Villa. And this is what this is what should happen for Villa more often. Why does this not happen for Villa more often? Right. Is yeah. the real question. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of Villa fans are saying the exact same thing. Why can't we see this more often? And uh yeah. In other news, just a small bit on Aston Villa announcing that they've permanently signed Philippe, Philippe Coutinho. Coutinho. So that'll be interesting to see. He started off mil. hot, but really Faded. cooled off. <laughs> yeah, he definitely cooled off, to say the least. We'll see. Uh, 
I guess they just are going to bank on kind of rotating the hot hand next year between him and Buendia and, you know, Bailey is kind of like the guy who's kind of all over the pitch in terms of creativity and pace. But Yeah, I don't hate it. No, for 17 mil, it's hard to get anyone even remotely that good for 17 mil. Yeah. Moving on. Chelsea, Wolves, the game that we figured no one would want. And in the end, it was Chelsea who didn't want it harder. Charity FC strikes again. To the lineups. Mendy, Rudiger, Silva, Dave, Alonso, Kovacic, Loftus-Cheek, Reese James, Lukaku, Pulisic, Timo, Werner. For Wolves, we have Sa, Bully, Cody, Saiz, Aitnuri, Neves, Johnny, Montinho, Dendonker, Neto, and Raul Jimenez. To the game, Chelsea were doing their best impression of being long ball United out there in the first half. They were hoofing it forward. And Wolves, their attack is same as always on that counterattack where you think something might happen and then one thing goes wrong and it's just like, oh yeah, it's Wolves. Yeah. Big chance for Saiz off a set piece. Heads it into the ground, bounces over the bar. Uh, Wolves have good looks, but just putting them wide. And then Timo Werner scores, somehow waved off because of a foul. Thoughts? Very controversial. I thought it was... Uh, that was, it was a dive. <laughs> that was, it was pretty borderline. That was a dive. Uh, I think it kind of came down to the positioning of Saiz. Yeah, and he was on the ground crying. And that do be how it goes. Chelsea putting on pressure as Lukaku has a shot on net saved by Saw. Saw just pretty solid this game, as always. What can you say? Arguably should be the goalie of the season. Tough competition this year. Yes. Yes, with the likes of Tim Kroll. <laughs> Chelsea, goal off the set piece, disallowed at the back post. Mr. Loftus-Cheek crashed too hard, was offsides. Uh, Wolves counterattack leads to a solid shot and save, and then it rebounds out, and then Donker absolutely fluffs his chance. Um, Kovacic, excellent game, creates a chance for Lukaku. A little pass and turn and shot saved by Saw. At the very end of the half, Solid counterattack from Wolves, but terrible shot selection from Ait Nuri. Goes in half, nil-nil, second half. Chelsea start the half strong, but Jose saw too good at the moment. Um, Reese James kind of got a little more involved. Still kind of limited these last few games. Teams clearly targeting him, limiting his ability to affect the game, especially in attack. Um he had a free kick attempt went just wide don't know if saw gets there or not then the big moment size decision making is quite strange gives away a penalty lukaku converts the penalty i don't know what size was thinking that's back-to-back weeks of him just having a blunder of epic proportions yeah there's a lot of mistakes coming out of that wolves defense whether it be size or bully yeah Mainly Saiz right now. Uh, Chelsea come down, almost score, but Werner skies it, 
but then they do come down and get a second through Romelu Lukaku. The man on form. He's back, baby. He's back. We all knew it. Just in time for the FA Cup final. Just in time for Tottenham to get him for 100 mil. Because he's going to play with Conte. Woohoo. Chelsea passing in the second half much, much better. Pulisic, on the other hand, was quite terrible this game. Yeah. I forgot he was even playing for a long stretch. I didn't forget because anytime he touched the ball, it instantly was turned over. Yeah. Um, Wolves hit. On the counterattack, Trincao in, and he scores. I can't believe it. Trincao scored. Who Outside the box, curler, upper 90. Maybe that was just, maybe he was making Saving shots too easy. I think he just took one out of the page of Mr. Vitali Yanel and said, guess what, Chelsea, I don't score goals. But against Trap you, card. I score goals. And then Wolves started really piling on. Trincao with another chance. Jimenez another great chance. And Wolves doing what they do best. Missing. <laughs> uh, Wolves passing, just pulling Chelsea out. Chelsea looked like, honestly, it was less, you know, we say how Chelsea looks like they don't care. They almost look like gassed in this one. They look like just really worn down. Um, and then the story of Chelsea's season, they can't finish after a tremendous start. And once you know it, Wolves get the goal. 96th minute, Mr. Cody at the back post. Credit to Wolves. And you know what looked good for Wolves when he came on was Mr. Chiquinho. Chiquinho, that guy's nuts, man. Love that guy. He's He he's might so be good. the Wolves version of Mwepu. He's a little more attack-minded than Mwepu or anything, but he's like a secret weapon that you just pull yeah. out of nowhere. And he's, right. He, he should have been playing over Adama Traore forever. Yeah. Absolutely. I I can't believe he hasn't played, you know, barely at all. He played a little bit against Arsenal and he looked dangerous and then he kind of disappeared. He looks good any time I watch that guy. Yeah. Finishes absolutely dangerous. 2-2. Good comeback result for Wolves. They've had a couple this year, mainly the Villa mm-hmm. one and now this. Chelsea, they just can't get over the hump and they really need the season to end. Charity FC. Strikes again. What are you going to do? Yeah, I think you made a good point, Chelsea. When Wolves would hit on the counter, it, it looked a very minimal effort for them just to get to the end, other end of the field. And then the next thing you know, they have opportunities at shots. Like, they're not converting most of those, but still, yeah, and the it's, chances are I don't are know. There. It's I think it's kind of partially just lazy, too, by Chelsea. Not necessarily in defense because the defense is obviously disorganized but like just simple things like how is Kai Havertz not able to hold up the ball in the corner at the end of the game they had it down there for like a minute and then what he just lets it go out it's like okay right that's what people were saying they they had the ball at the other end with like and Pulisic holding the ball and just giving it away a lot like I I don't know Mm -hmm. poor from Chelsea solid I guess from Wolves but moving on, we have sign sealed delivered, a relegation. Sam is going to present it to you right here live. We're talking about Crystal Palace versus Watford. Watford needing to win every game to potentially stay alive. Yes. And we and all know that was e- not going to happen. And have everyone else lose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, into the lineups, Palace. 
Jack Butland. Shout out Jack Butland. I always like when he gets a start. Joel Ward, Gehe, Anderson, Klein, Eze getting another start. Will Hughes, Gallagher, Olise, Zaha, and Edward. So, nice little bit of rotation in there for Palace. Not too much on the line here, so. No. Good to get guys some more playing time, especially a guy like Edward and Eze helps to get him back up to speed. For Watford, Foster, Kamara, Cathcart, Feminia, Samir, Tom Cleves, Sizoko, Kayembe, King, Sar, and Dennis. All right, let me tell you, Hank. This I'm game ready. was terrible. I believe this it. This game was terrible. Neither team looked like they cared, especially not Watford. Yes, they d- on the brink of relegation. They didn't believe that they could win every game and pull off the great escape. Well, Mr. Kamara checked out a bit early, if <laughs> I recall. <laughs> he absolutely did. Um, first half, there was not much action. The only bit of action was the penalty in the 31st minute. Well, is that 12 for him now? Yeah, that's a long, that's a lot of goals. Um, trying to remember what the penalty was. I can't even remember what what happened to give away the penalty. Might have been a handball or a foul. Well, I would hope so. I don't know what else it could have been. <laughs> it's got to be one of those uh, time wasting in the box. <laughs> anyway, Zaha steps up, converts the penalty, goes in halftime, one nil. The big moment in the second half, Kamara getting his second yellow card and the send-off to send Watford off in style. Yeah. Just really stupid play overall. So have you accepted it? Boy, was the wrong appointment. <laughs> he was tragic beyond all belief. No, nah, he, knew, he knew there was no chance of saving Watford, and he was just going for the cash. They should have just kept Chisco. You might as well have. And I don't even think that's hindsight 2020. What the hell did Ranieri do? What the hell did Roy Hodgson do? Yeah, nothing. Should have just kept the Republic of Georgia, man. <laughs> but, you know, Wolves, or sorry, Watford, they they have to fire the manager. They do have to. Now they got a new guy, and it's very controversial. And I, I guess I, I'm confused as to why. Yeah, Mr. Rob Edwards coming in from Forest Green Rovers. Got promoted from League Two into League One this season. Um, Yeah, controversial apparently. You know, he's still under contract. Guess what? That happens all the time. And And it's Watford. Who cares? Watford didn't get permission from the club to speak with him, so a lot of bad beef. But really, we got to talk about the most important thing. The most important stat of the season for Watford, they may record breaking. They may be relegated, but they lead the league in nutmegs. That's right. Not only lead the league, the most ever, most ever in a Premier League season. I think it was like top five leagues. Top five. Because I think they said the record was sixty-two from PSG in like a few years back. Take that. Take that. <laughs> Joao Pedro and Azmaliasar dab on us eternally as they go down to the championship. Kings of the nutmegs, you'll never sing that. <laughs> so anyways, 
that game was a real bummer, but Palace. You know, what was a good one. Win. Was the next one? That was a good one. Yeah, that was, if I do say so myself, a good hearty chuckle mm-hmm. watching this a good one belly happen laugh. live. Yeah, and beyond a knee slapper. Honestly, this this might be one of the games of the season. <laughs> All right, come on. <laughs> just from like, just from how funny how funny and entertaining it was to watch this one it was pretty great not in terms of quality because one team sucked well yeah obviously anyways people probably know we're talking about brighton versus manchester united live at the amex for brighton the lineups sanchez kukurea dunk feltman basuma trossard solly march caicedo mac alistair pascal gross mac Life of Life of a Mac. Return of the Mac. Danny Welbeck for United. De Gea, Lindelof, Varane, Delotelis, Juan Mata, Fernandez, Matic, Alanga, McTominay, and Ronaldo. The Matic uh Mata pairing didn't go so hot in this one, lads. <sighs> <laughs> I nothing really went that hot. But once once Brighton had that banger to start it off, it was it was <clears> toast. That's right. Fifteen minutes in, Mr. Caicedo scoring his first goal in Brighton colors. A nice low strike outside the box, finding the corner. And Brighton were just all over United to start this game. Yeah. United looked like they were sleepwalking through it, honestly. Maybe we're just sleepwalking. You would you would have thought that Brighton was Liverpool out here the way they were pressing them well, so high up the pitch. One does confuse Brighton for Liverpool. Yeah, very similar teams. <laughs> yeah, it's throughout the whole first half. I mean, Brighton looked the dominant side. There's no debate about that. United couldn't really get anything going and attack. It's just frustration. One of those games where Ronaldo's like clearly just frustrated. Yeah. And it's like, you can't really blame them. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. You're just disappointed in United when you look at that. It's like, what a, you're such a disgrace. <laughs> you're so bad. Absolutely, they are. It was, it really came down to the fact that there was no midfield to try and work the ball out of the press for Brighton. So they ended up just hoofing the ball up, trying to get it to Ronaldo, but... It's like you hoof it up and then you get the ball, but you're at the halfway line and you still got. And it's Ronaldo holding up the ball. You still got to go halfway down the field, and. Uh, Say the only bad part about this game was Danny Welbeck let me down after I was really yeah. saying how good he was, and then he just skies the chip. Yeah, couldn't get the revenge sure game did. goal. Could you imagine five nil Brighton? How beautiful that'd look. And it's got to be said, the ball from Bobby Sanchez. Dying. Oh, man. Dying. We, we were criticizing up. him earlier in the season for his poor distribution, but yeah. this game, he was on point. Well, yeah, if you don't press him, then he can do nice things. But normally it's like Man City will just get all over him. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, all right, here's a giveaway. Yeah. Uh, Goes into halftime, 1-0. United, absolute horrid start. I think United put together three of the worst halves of any top, we'll include well, top seven teams. That one against Leicester. Yep. The This game. Mm-hmm. 
And then I want to say the one against Liverpool. Yeah, and now that you say that, I have a fourth. The one against Watford. Oh, first yeah. First half of the season. Yeah. That was a real stinker. <laughs> they, they're not a first half side, United. Absolutely not. I mean, it, it, they, they could barely string together two passes. They're the a team half. of adjustments. Right. Ranjik goes in the locker room and he says, you must be dreaming. Kunde Allen Rush. You are dreaming. <laughs> Coming out into the second half, Brighton wastes no time. 49th minute, another first goal. This time, it's for Mr. Mark Kukurea. He's being rumored uh, some top teams in the English Premiership now. I haven't seen that. OG rumored too. I saw Tottenham as one. Would fit in real nice with Conte's system. Yeah, he would. Yeah, it was uh, it was a pretty wholesome moment. Uh, Kukurea was getting emotional <laughs> on the goal celebration. It well, he's one of him. our guys, and he knew that if he scored that goal, he would have made us proud, and that's why he started tearing up. He was doing it for the memes. He, he thought, <laughs> oh, we're going to batter United. <laughs> the memes. <laughs> Tears of joy. <laughs> Brighton get a third just a few minutes later. Pascal Gross weaving through the box and finishes nicely. Another great ball up from Mr. Bobby Sanchez. And then just two minutes later, Welbeck nearly gets the chip. And uh, Trossard just has to, like, stand there yeah. to have the ball I come count, off of him. I count that as a goal for Danny Welbeck. That counts. Yeah. <laughs> some some really abysmal play out of the whole United back line. And I got to say, Hank, it's all Maguire's fault. Yeah. It's all his fault. I'd say so. <laughs> uh, rest of the game. Slabby. Brighton nearly score in the 65th minute. And then after that, United decide that they're actually going to start playing. Bruno hits a nice volley. Sanchez comes up with a nice save. Then Cavani scores, but he's offside. And uh, Maguire got subbed on, and he had a header hit off the post. But still, they couldn't score. Ends 4-0. I think it was like uh, Brighton's biggest win well, in the Premier League or something. I believe it. For a team that's been <clears throat> just a, a, honestly pretty shit at home in Brighton. They're near the bottom of the table if you're just looking at the home away splits. And you just get thrashed by them. This might just be the wake-up call that United need, though, for the summer in terms of getting certain guys out, getting certain guys in. But, yeah, don't kid yourselves, United. You are very far off a top-four spot. Yeah, it it just really makes you think, like, where did this all go wrong? They were... How did this happen to me? It it did seem like they were on track to kind of get back into the top-four race. You know, there was a few years. They they finished that year second with Mourinho. Oh, you're talking about just in general. I thought you meant this Prior year. Years, Even yeah. this year, honestly, they are top four for a while. Sure, they had yeah. some teams had games in hand, but they were still in the thick of things. Yeah. And then they had that stretch where they took eight points from eight games. And they weren't playing the most spectacular of teams. Mm-hmm. That's when it really was like, oh, so you just kind of threw away your season? Yeah, once they fired Mr. Oligan Solskjaer. 
All Even then, they had they had Ranick going for a while, but then like February ish, when they're still fourth. After that, they took eight points from eight games. It just really went all downhill. Yeah. Even when Ranya came in, you could tell that. I don't know. The thing is, is like one thing is like he dumbed things down and kept and kept it simple. And some, you know, less is more. Sometimes it works out, but it's like you can't just keep going with that. Like teams are gonna catch on if you just keep playing that simple. Like the remember we had the conversation about we're like, what the hell is their identity in attack? You don't even really know. And they kind of never figured it out, and that's how you take eight points from eight games. No, I think, I I think there wasn't really even a material change when when Rania came in. Yeah, they got a decent run of results when he came in, but the football they were playing was, you know, pretty much the same tier that they were playing under Ole. Maybe even worse at times. Just goes to show like how much of a rebuild they need. Yeah. And how poorly they've done so far at trying to rebuild. They're rebuilding the rebuild. Yeah. And have been. And proof of that, the proof of this whole project, you'd probably say it'd have to be Pogba. Yeah. He Where kind is of he? Sums it up. He's gone. Oh, he had four assists in one game against Leeds. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> oh, he doesn't really do his job, but he's supposed to out there on the pitch. Yeah. He plays like he's a, 238 he's of a horseshit leader. For his team, meanwhile he's hundred million pound transfer guy. Oh, no, that just, that just kind of sums up United. They just need high character guys more so than high skill guys. Honestly, at this point, true that. Uh, speaking of high skill and high character guys, we're gonna look at Liverpool side as they host Tottenham Hotspur. Alisson, Van Dijk, Konate, Robertson, Alexander-Arnold, Fabinho, Thiago, Henderson, Mane, Salah, Luis Diaz. The linchpin. Luis the linchpin, they call him. Because if they didn't have him, where would they be? Tottenham, Lloris, Romero, Dyer, Davies, Hoiberg, Royale, Sessegnon, Betancourt, Son, Kane, Kulishevsky. Liverpool, fast and aggressive in possession early on. But their shots just weren't very good, to be honest. Um, Tottenham really only had one or two counter-attack counter chances um, in the first half. Um, but, you know, they're still able to get the ball in Liverpool's half. But if it wasn't going fast, they just... It didn't feel like it was going anywhere. They weren't going to generate something through possession. Uh, Liverpool, many chances, particularly off corners and crosses but Tottenham doing just enough to hold on. Late in the first half, Virgil van Dijk off the crossbar. It was a header from a corner. Diaz had a nice shot from the edge of the box. Low diving save by Lloris. Um, Tottenham, good counterattack chance. Laid back to Hoiberg outside the box. Rip off the post. Um... Just struggle to create chances, though, win the ball back the majority of the time and string together long spells of possessions for both sides, honestly, I thought, in that first half. You couldn't really see a dominant side. Second half, Tottenham tightens up the defense a bit, um, really just not letting Liverpool do nearly as much, even in midfield. And then Tottenham get the goal, long ball up to Kane, Dribbles into space, finds Sessegnon, who squares it for Sun, 
and all you can really do is say Andy Robertson that was trash completely lost Sessegnon stuck with Sun to play him on single-handedly pretty much crapped his pants sticker at the golfer um Tottenham Tottenham able to deal with crosses and Liverpool they kind of felt a bit panicked for like one second, I made the comp in my head. I was like, this kind of is like Man City where they just start throwing balls in there. <laughs> it's just Cancelo crosses. Uh, Tottenham create another great chance soon after, but the original cross goes a bit far. Then Liverpool really start to ramp it up, getting back into it. Salah chance blocked um, what looked like it was going in the net, but Luis Diaz gets a separate chance soon after. And a little deflection. And it's in the back of the net. 1-1. Tottenham really pinned in to end the game. Not able to break on the counter really at all. But then out of nowhere, they finally do get a chance. Um, And it's a free header for Hoiberg at the back post. But he tries to head it back to Kane. And it was a shit header. He should have just headed it for a shot. Finishes 1-1. Honestly, not that spectacular of a game. Not a bad game, but not not the fireworks you might have thought. I I figured it would have been mm-hmm. a little high scoring, maybe a three two or three three something like that. But one one. What yeah. were the takeaways? Yeah, I think this game just showed finally that Liverpool were punished for their inefficiencies in offense. You know, creating so many chances, but only getting the one goal. We've seen that. They've struggled with that um, throughout the season. It'd either be where they would look the worst team and then ultimately pull out the victory, or they'd look the better team, dominate the game, but still be super inefficient. The game that I always think of is that game against Palace where they were just absolutely dominating the game, but they weren't really getting the goals and palace was almost allowed to get back into the game uh exploiting liverpool on the counterattack, <clears throat> and then you have tottenham who tend to be quite a bit more efficient with their chances uh this game they had you know like that that one for for hoiberg and yeah they had a handful of them but mm-hmm. they took their one they took their one and really you go to anfield and and you get one goal that's that's a start. Yeah. You know? it, it's potential. Yeah, the main thing I thought was uh, Tottenham's defense was playing very well out mm-hmm. there this week, um, especially this Liverpool game, holding Liverpool the one goal. And, I mean, the one goal came from a deflection through a group of bodies. So yeah, could have easily won this game, taking all three points. Yeah, and Tottenham is a team... The shape that they play can easily drop back and be really sound defensively. Yes. So Liverpool, drop points. It's happened. City or Liverpool cracked, and it was Liverpool. Yeah. Got to say, that that about does it, don't you think? Well, we'll, we'll keep going, and we'll get there. <laughs> All right. But moving on to Arsenal and Leeds, the race for the top four, and the race for relegation 
see this is a great game because it has two teams that matter the double implications yes the little lineups the lineups for arsenal ramsdale gabriel rob holding no ben white injured uh cedric tomiyasu saka odegaard elneny jaka martinelli and eddie Nketiah. for leeds melier aileen firpo koch urente rafinha dan james harrison phillips click and joey galehart the start up front this one Leeds looked really good in this one especially early on. <laughs> it was a rough go for Leeds in the first 10 minutes first goal Eddie Nketia takes the ball off of Elon Melier that was a great decision to have the ball on your own goal line yeah not not a great idea Leeds trying to play out of the back Leeds are like here just take the game we don't want it just take the game here's two goals and a red yeah. And there's no way we can come back. Yeah. And Ketia gets gets the second one five minutes later. Uh, assist from Mr. Gabriel Martinelli. And then, like you alluded alluded to in the 27th minute, Luke Aileen with the decision maker comes flying in with a two-footed tackle Woo! on uh, Martinelli. And uh, got... Did you get three for that or just one? It's three, right? Did he have one before it? Uh, Leads are so trash, I can't remember. Um, Obviously, you'd be out one game for sure. Oh, three game suspension. Yeah. I think it's two unless you appeal it, and then it's three. Or is it if you had a red card? It's three. You get two the first time, and then three the second time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember if he's had another one this this season. Um, Second half, Leads. Up for the monumental task. They looked somewhat better, and then Arsenal was just kind of faltering at their chances to really kill off the game. And it was poor by Arsenal not to take take hold of the game and, and finish it out. And really, you gave Leeds a window back into the game when they really shouldn't have. Yeah, you know, that's, that's the thing. Leeds always kind of stay ready in case their opponent just for whatever reason does decide to play down to Leeds level. Leeds are capable of doing some things, but I don't know. Their their midfield's back to being really, really, really bad, even with Calvin Phillips out there. I was having flashbacks to the game against Wolves where they came back and I thought, <laughs> oh not this game. Especially when in the sixty sixth minute Urente scored from the corner kick. And that made it a little spicy towards the end of the game. It wasn't it wasn't the easy win that Arsenal probably thought it would be after 10 minutes when they were up 2-0 and then the red card, which it really should have been. I think it kind of shows the inexperience of the Arsenal side here. Yeah, it goes to show that's – their defense is shaky at times, and it's – I. It's very confusing as to why it's shaky at times and not shaky at other times. Right. It's like you're playing Leeds lads and you're <clears> up a man. Why are you conceding? Yeah, it seems like Arsenal is a team that kind of plays better when there's lower expectations. <laughs> when the pressure's on them, they get the a small, little nervous. The small club mind mentality. Uh, whatever you want to call it. 
But anyways, Arsenal hold on, pick up a massive three points, uh, allows them to drop some points and still finish in the top four. Moving on to the next match. Oh, my goodness. It's Everton, a.k.a. Neverton, never going downton, versus Leicester City to the lineup. Schmeichel, Fofana, James, Amarte, Tielemans, Perez, Mendy, Castagne, Dewsbury, Iannaccio, and Daka. Everton, Pickford, Holgate, Mina, Iwobi, Mikolenko, Coleman, Delph, Gray, Ducore, Anthony, Gordon, and Richarlison. Before I start this, I just want to say that I saw Mason Holt. No, maybe it's Godfrey. Is Holgate or Godfrey was rumored to Tottenham this week. <laughs> Moving on to the game. Everton, giveaway, leads to Leicester chances. Um, and Daka has his goal taken off the line by Mr. Yeri Mina, but leaving that little chance open there. Everton, you can't afford to do these things to yourselves, yet here you are. Um, Everton just decide to throw, um, or rather, they throw the ball in, cross the top of the box, Mikolenko, after I said Someone would score who he wouldn't suspect to score. And I jokingly said Mikolenko, and Sam said, no, he could never. <laughs> and here we are. He hits an absolute peach of a strike. Respect. Uh, Everton counterattack leads Gray, uh, leads to a gray run, finds Ducare, whose shot is stopped on the goal line. And immediately, Lester sent it upfield. They're going down the pitch. And Everton decide to bonk heads and lead to a wide open goal for Leicester. And hilarity ensues. <laughs> My sides are in orbit as I hear the goal song play. And I'm just thinking about Everton defenders crashing into each other. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the coffin dance. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> what? What? This is topping the charts in podcast action right here, people. Listen in as we describe Lester's goal song. Everton, after the goal, they kind of shirt up a bit, look a little more solid in possession. They get a corner. And Lester, once you know it, concede on it. Mr. Holgate gets his goal, two to one, takes the advantage. Um, goes in halftime, two one. Second half, very open start to the second half. Um, Pickford, big save. Where have we heard that before? On Mr. Mendy, Lester holding most of the play for a good chunk of the early second half. Um, Good crossing, good passing by Lester. Um, leads to a headed chance saved by Pickford. Um, and then Pickford, it was really the Pickford show in the second half, makes a massive save um, on Harvey Barnes. And then Barnes had a header just go wide. And that's how it finishes, 2-1. to one. Some, some Everton counters, 
get them the goals. And then the Leicester counter getting them goal. Game of counter-attack goals. And then once the counter-attack's dried up, Leicester's going to have to manufacture the goal, which they couldn't, which is why, Sam, they lost the game. Yeah, I think if Chelsea is charity FC, Leicester's like charity FC junior at this point. They are... I was trying to incorporate because it's LCFC as opposed to CFC. Yeah. But what could the L stand for? Not less less charitable FC. <laughs> less charitable. <laughs> little charitable, actually. Lil, L-I-L. Little lil. charity <laughs> FC. <laughs> uh, little charity FC on the mic. <laughs> Everton, massive result. The defense held up surprisingly to me. Lester, what can you say? At least you get Vardy back in the next game we talk about you. Yeah. Moving on to possibly the most <laughs> worth meaningless game. This is like of a glorified eternity. <laughs> this is terrible. Norwich, West Ham. Maybe recap the goals. I don't yeah, even know. Do yeah. you have to do anything? Yeah. Who cares about the lineups? Uh <laughs> I mean, it it was all it was West the Ham. Ben Rama. It was all show. West Ham in this game. Yeah, Ben Rama looked pretty good. Uh, ben Rama opened but the Kelly scoring. Kelly Antonio even scored for God's sakes. Yeah, that's how you know it was a, a thrashing, a, a friendly match. <laughs> ben Rama got his first goal twelve minutes in, and then Antonio in the thirtieth minute. Then uh, Saeed Ben Rama added a third just before halftime. That one really killed off the game. Uh, just Be honest, did you watch this game? I did watch the game. Oh, my. Yeah. That's terrible. I don't know why, but I just kept watching it for some reason. <clears throat> 65th minute, the game was already done, but Norwich gave up a penalty. Was it Ben Gibson? Uh, Mr. Hanley? I don't think it was Gibson. I think it might have been Max Ahrens. I can't remember Stinky exactly. Stinky poo-poo. I wish it said who gave up the penalty, but... Um, no one cares. It finishes 4-0 for West Ham. Jared Dominant. Bowen looked pretty good. Ben West Rama Ham, good. like, you didn't even have expectations for a while because you're already out of finishing top four. Yep. And you still were playing like crap. And now you just drop this for no reason. Like, just a slap in the face to Norwich on the way out to yeah. our guy Dean Smith. Very rude. Very rude. And all the Norwich fans, very sad. <laughs> um, yeah. Declan Rice looked pretty good as well. Moving on to a game that matters. We have Manchester City and we have Newcastle United. What are you doing? Get to the lineups. <laughs> Aderson, Diaz, Zinchenko, Laporte, Cancelo, Sterling, Gindawan, Grealish, Rodri, De Bruyne, and Gabby Jesus. Newcastle, Dubravka, Lascelles, Target, Kraft, Byrne, Jolinton, Longstaff, Gimarish, ASM, Wood, Almiron. Dubrovka, save us. I like a blonde Dubravka, Bruno. Dubravka. It's a good look. The blonde bombshell Bruno. He looks like he got the like the off-brand hair dye that costs well, like he, $5. He definitely did. And he did it himself. The Saudi checks haven't kicked in yet. <laughs> uh... Big chance for Gucci Grealish winning a free kick. De Bruyne wastes it. Um, 
Newcastle a little, a little dangerous early on, some counterattacks, a little bit of possession, but um, their best chance was Chris Wood, who I honestly had a really good chance, headed it right at Adairson, probably should have scored. Laporte, wasteful on a corner routine, skying it. Man City, all these back post chances, can't score. Then they finally get a goal. Once you know it, back post, Psych heads it from back post to the other post. The near post. Well, it's no longer near because the goalie ran the back to the post back post. The back post. Yeah, the secondary back <laughs> post. They had to double the back post <laughs> to, to eventually score at the back post. Um, cross from Sterling. Tap in header for the man, Raz. Raz. Uh, and then Laporte with a goal. Um, actually, Newcastle scored, but Bruno was just offside. Had to check that over, but then uh, second through a set piece leads to a scramble. Laporte taps it in. First half, Cancelo looked uh, really good in terms of the passing, I noted. Second half, another goal off a set piece, this time a header at the near post. Rodri kind of fell apart for Newcastle in the second half. Um, Zinchenko, big chance, saved by Dubrovka. Newcastle down three. They had like one or two chances. Wilson one-on-one with the keep. Cannot score. Good to see Cam Wilson back. Not good to see him not scoring in those situations. Fourth, great pass. Um, Mr. Uh, Zinchenko to Grealish to Foden. And then the fifth to close it out is Grealish and Foden link up. A little layoff for the tap-in merchant himself, Raheem Sterling. 5-0. It felt a little unjust. To Newcastle, could have been a, could have been a Watford five-one. Could have been a nice three-nil City, but nonetheless, City sparked by Liverpool's loss. You'd have to imagine, and they said we smell blood in the water, and we're going for it. And Sam lost internet connection. <laughs> what the what the heck's going on? Okay, we're back. Label that lineups. Nice web design, Premier yes. League. Label that lineups. Um, but yeah, yeah, City run rampant over Newcastle. They got the momentum. Yes. To the next game. I think that was it for technically match week 36. Yeah. And then it moved on to the... The midweek. The midweek games. Villa, Liverpool. The lineups. Martinez... Cash, Conza, Mings, Digne, Luis, McGinn, Marvelous, Coutinho. Please scroll down. I see these things. <laughs> Ollie Watkins and Danny Ings. It's, Sam's computer's absolutely brick. No, the, the, the Premier League uh, website is messed um, up. It says label that goalkeeper, label that defender, dot plural. The captain's armband is just label. <laughs> Alisson, Van Dyke, Shamika, Sam's guy, Matip, Alexander-Arnold, Fabinho, Kaita, Jones, Mane, Jota, Diaz. You can apparently rotate Mo Salah, but you can't live without Luis Diaz. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Time to sell Mo Salah? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Stinky, stinky Salah. Uh, to the game. Egyptian fraud. He always was. Chelsea knows best, right? <laughs> Vindicated, uh, finally. 
Um, Villa buzzing, big chances for Watkins. Um, falls to Luis, 1-0. Liverpool defenders collide. Um, started from a Liverpool shove, so it was allowed. Great ball in from Digne. Um, kind of strange one because Watkins was a f- was originally off, but he didn't score. It was just a shot that was saved and parried away, and they didn't blow it dead because it's a start of a whole new play. Yeah, and Villa go off, uh, go down uh, later to score. Then Liverpool go down with an absolutely terrible goal. Van Dyke lifts it to Matip um, after the initial scramble, so it's one-one inside six minutes. After that, it kind of, you know, evened out a little bit um, in terms of, you know, it wasn't quite as open. They got kind of open even more. Um, Mane, big chance, just wide. Ings, skying a chance from a header. Should have done better. Um, John Moss, this game has to be said. Very strange decisions, and they all went against Aston Villa. Conspiracy theories. Second half, Trent Alexander-Arnold free kick almost goes up for 90 just wide. Liverpool kind of feel in control at this point early in the second half. Then a Liverpool fast buildup ends in a what I think was a shit cross because it's supposed to go far, but it actually turned out to be a perfect one. Mane, great turnaround header for a goal, 2-1. Ings, you've seen it from Danny Ings be so wasteful sometimes this year. Some big chances and just cannot take them. And then he eventually does take one, but he's offside when he scores. Um, yeah, that's about it. The few Ings had a few chances at the end, as I was saying, and that, that was all she wrote. It was supposed to be the week where he scored against both his former clubs in Burnley and Liverpool. Well, he scored, but he was offside, so it doesn't count. Isn't it weird when you think about Danny Ings on Liverpool? He's had a like, that feels career. like a fever dream or something. It didn't actually that happen. That whole stretch of Liverpool signing Balotelli. <laughs> Balotelli. What the hell? Benteke. Was, what was even going through their minds? Um, that, Ricky that Lambert. Was chaos. Was, Ricky Lambert was like the start of it. Yeah. Oh no, we'll bring in a 32-year-old who's had one good year <laughs> for Southampton. Uh. Good result for Liverpool. Pretty even performance. I would give the edge to Liverpool. Uh, but, you know, Villa, what can you say? You had performances like this all year where you played pretty well, but just can't capitalize enough. Yeah. And here you are. That's the, that's so, the next step. pulls Liverpool to within one point again, technically, right? Or no? Well, maybe... Because City hadn't played at that point. Yes, but. yeah. No, so right now they're sitting, or they were sitting at, um, Noah pulled them to even, and then City had a, had a result. So right now, as we look at it live, 89 to 86, top the table. It would take something from City. I mean, all it takes is one game, but still, that's it's so hard to see City losing a game right here at the end in the last two. Villa have a chance to do it on the last day, but we'll see. Moving on. Is it really Leeds-Chelsea? I'm hogging all the games right now. Yes, you are. 
feel free to fast forward past this if you don't like to listen to Hank go through <laughs> games. Um, I'll, t- I'll timestamp every time I talk so people can <laughs> skip to those points. Well, yeah, of course. Oh, Hank's talking again. Let me skip through this. Oh, God. Gotta, this gotta guy. listen to Sam and his golden pipes. He sounds like a young Susan Boyle. And looks like one, too. <laughs> to the lineups we go. She is about time. <laughs> <laughs> she actually sang that song. <laughs> Melier, Cock, Cooper. <laughs> Are you going to scroll? Are you going to scroll? Rafinha. In the back line, apparently. Urente, Stroik, Dan James, Harrison, Phillips, Lewis Bate. Going, they're really going for the Chelsea revenge game. And Rodrigo, as far as Chelsea go. Mendy, Rudiger, Christensen, Chabala, Alonso, Jorginho, Kovacic, James, Lukaku, Pulisic. Chalaba. You said Chabala. It doesn't matter. Roll back the tapes. Doesn't matter. Time stamp Pulisic, Mount, all right. In this one, Chelsea have possession for three minutes and immediately score. Leeds did one thing terribly wrong in this game, and that was give Reese James all the time in the world. Um, Reese James creating space, lays it off for Mount, edge of the box. Perfect rip, top of the net. Um, Chelsea, whole first <clears throat> half, just came close to adding a second one. Um Lukaku could have had a second one. Mount rockets the pass past him. Um, Leads kind of get back in the game for a bit. Don't create any real chances. And then we get a red for Dan James on Kovacic, which was just a mad lad challenge if I've ever seen one. (laughs) Gets a little of the ball. Gets a whole lot of leg with the studs up. I think the best part was Leeds fans yelling at Kovacic, like calling him a pussy and to get off the field and stuff even though like he was being subbed off <laughs> like like they're just like yelling at him like he's time wasting or something would you break your ankle yes yes it did lukaku scores but it's offside chelsea endless chances but cannot grab a second before half as i was saying so it goes in one nil at half leads with so bad just so bad in attack and defense but mainly in defense and that allows reese james to do his thing. Um, Pulisic capping off nice passing sequence. Leads out of the back. Stink. Stink, stink, stink. And almost give up a goal um, as Jorginho takes it away, but Pulisic skies it. Uh, Lukaku, another chance. It's just a bunch of Chelsea misses. And then finally, Lukaku um, adding a third goal after Pulisic's um, is he officially hot now? Three in two games? He's heating up. What can you do? He Informed only plays card. the first month and the last month of the season. Bookends. Um, yeah, and that came from, honestly, kind of a strange goal. It looked like they had a sweaty goal, and then he just kept faking and pulling Melier and the defenders out. Had about three fake shots, and then finally shot it and scored. Um, and just comes from lead in midfield with their pants down. I mean, they just look so bad. Finishes 3-0. I guess fair result honestly could have been like 6 if Chelsea were half decent at scoring. But Leeds, it's looking gloomy. Leeds are single-handedly 
relegating themselves. It's a sinking <laughs> feeling for your guy, Mr. Marsh. Mr. Marsh? Yeah, I'm not sure. He was talking about, oh, they're really going to go full throttle. You played Lewis Bate. You played Lewis Bate, so. By full throttle, he meant we're going to go two-footed into every challenge, red cards in every game, and we're going to lose by <laughs> multiple goals. Yes, that's what you strive for. Uh, yeah, not ideal. To the next game, Leicester. Norwich. This is another Hank <laughs> game. Oh my god. I, I think we can uh, do a quick quick run through on this one too. I don't think so. This was a We very, gotta break it down. Uh yeah, we don't even need the lineups, but I'll tell you what, Lester in this game, it really came down. They just look so much better and they're so much enjoyable to watch with Jamie Vardy out yes. there. It's truly night and day. Yeah. Uh and they had a bunch of chances early on. It was pretty much all Lester most of the game. Agnes Gunn had some very nice saves in this game for like no reason. Um, I'd say Norwich did have a chance technically to score um, in the first half, but Pookie one-on-one puts it off the post. Um, and Janulis had another chance, but was saved by Schmeichel. Uh Second half, Vardy, good chance, blocked by Hanley, um, what was going to be a goal or what looked to be a goal. But then what beats Agnes Gunn is a deflected chip for the first goal of the game, Jamie Vardy. And then Norwich, down 1-0, say, hey, let's play out of the back, folks. And Lester say, thank you. Thank you very much. Give the ball away, concede it to Vardy. Vardy scores. Um. Lastly, Dewsbury Hall, rip, rebound, right to Madison. Somehow no one's there for Norwich. 3-0, all Leicester, except for about two chances for Norwich. So I can't say much about um, Leicester's defense in this one, but their attack looked a whole lot better. Barnes was involved. Uh, Madison was involved. Lookman had, like, one chance. Um, Dewsbury Hall involved. Vardy involved. You know, wasn't really really involved. Call Mister Checkout. Call Telemans, Mister. I'm checked out for the season and been checked out for a good while. Sure is. I don't know why he's out there. They might as well just play someone else. Yeah, I agree. Um, moving on. Finally, a game that matters a whole lot. Yes. And Sam gets to go over it with you. Yes. It's Watford Everton. The relegation scrap. Although Watford already relegated Everton, looking to pick up points. Not in their minds. They said, hey, we actually got a result when we didn't need one. For the lineups, Watford, Ben Foster, and Gakia. We don't even need the lineups. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need the lineups. A highlight of this was that Dan Gosling got his first start. Wow, Bournemouth legend. This season. I think he ends up on Newcastle next year with uh, Eddie Howe. And the front three of Pedro, Sema, and Kalu. Who is Kayembe? Who's that guy? That's Kayembe. They had Samuel Kalu out there, not even uh, Solomon Kalu? No, his brother. <laughs> yeah, this game sucked, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> if you can believe that, a nil-nil between Watford and Everton sucked. Uh, it, there was like just no energy. No one really looked really, like the they, Vic. they cared that Team much. Team already going down. 
the the attendance was like a quarter full. It was so bad, and the people, the Watford fans were that were there, looked like they were just there to like make fun of the team. Honestly, it was kind of funny. It's um, not a bad way to go about it. Yeah, first half there there really wasn't much. Everton looked decent on on the break at times through uh, Gray and uh, let's see who else Gordon. Gray and Gordon, yeah. Yeah, I could have told you that just from the fact Everton have, like, no one <clears throat> with talent. Yeah, but really they weren't creating any chances off those. They just were hitting fast. But, yeah, one into halftime, nil-nil. Second half, Hoster comes up with a big save on Richarlison's deflected shot, and that was, like, the first real shot. <laughs> you love to see it. Um and then probably the best one of the game was Damari Gray in the 62nd minute, but he put it just wide. So that one ends nil-nil. Everton pick up a point, I it's guess. my nomination for game of the week. Yeah, game of the week. That one was was a great one. Thanks thanks for giving thanks, me that Watford, one, Hank. Thanks, Everton. <laughs> um, moving on to the next match, Man City. What are you talking about? You pick this week. I pick this next week. You pick that game. I originally picked Villa versus Liverpool. Well, then that sucks <clears throat> to suck. <clears throat> For Wolves, Saw, Bolly, Cody, Johnny, Aitnuri, Neves, Chiquinho. Yes. Let's go, Chiquinho. Jao Montinho, Dendonker, Neto, and Raul Jimenez. For Man City, Aderson, Zinchenko, Laporte, Fernandinho, playing center back. Yes. Cancelo, Sterling, Gundogan, Rodri, Kevin De Bruyne, Phil Foden, and Bernardo Silva. Call it the Kevin De Bruyne special, the four-piece meal. Let me tell you about this game. Kevin De Bruyne, when he's on form, is absolutely nuts. Yeah. Gets his first goal seven minutes in. Really nice team play out of City in general. Um, De Bruyne linking up well with Bernardo Silva in that false nine role. And he just slots it home, cool as you like. It looked like he barely broke a sweat scoring that goal. But Wolves say, we're still in it. And they score just four minutes later. Hit on the counterattack, and Dendonker scores as the ball rolls through to the other side, and he scores. Wolves, they they it was kind of like the Chelsea game where there was attacking threat. It was there. Man City did not look all that stable defensively, especially... Having Fernandinho mm-hmm. stepping up and playing yes. in the center back role. You could tell there was a bit of a drop off there, but but really Man City's attack was popping off through De Bruyne. Uh sixteen minutes in, he gets his second goal. He capitalizes off the ball coming off a saw after he comes out to intervene on Sterling making the run in. Unlucky for Saw. Yeah. Uh, he, he he did all he could do. In Anything that, that goes against Jose Saw is unlucky at this point. He's too good right now. <laughs> true, true. Um, and then De Bruyne completes the hat trick 24 minutes in, and this one was a real peach. The solo run and effort, the shot from the edge of the box. Take a bow, Kevin De Bruyne. Take a bow, son. There was a big moment in the 34th minute. Zinchenko pulled down Chiquinho in the box. Sam's guy pulling my guy down in the box. Nothing was given. They they barely even took a look at it. 
It looked like a Stonewall pen to me. Um, yeah, that, that could have no, changed the game. I, it could have made it three two. I agree though. It should have been a pen. Just before halftime, Raheem Sterling pulls off a terrible dive in the box. Some some ref. Honestly, this game it eventually became meaningless. Someone should have gave him a red for diving at some point. Yeah, it should happen. Yeah, it it does. Along with Martinez and his time wasting, Sterling and his diving. <laughs> Let's get these reds out, boys. Goes in halftime, three one. Second half, De Bruyne in the sixtieth minute gets his fourth of the night. Ball co- falled nicely, fell nicely to him in the box, and he scored easily. Foden had a chance to hit off the post, and then Sterling added a fifth with the tap-in for the tap-in merchant himself. Another dominant victory for Man City. Another fantastic performance by Raheem Sterling. (laughs) Production. He does what he does. He's got to be like the worst best player there is. He's just the worst player that ever was. He just lucked into one good year at Liverpool. True. He runs funny. Yeah, with his arms flopping around. All right. And that wraps it up. That is the end of match week 36. To the game. There's no other games. Arsenal only played once. Tottenham only played once. There was no other game. How did this game make you feel? To the lineups. I have nothing to say. <laughs> to the lineups. Lloris, Sanchez, Dyer, Davies, Hoiberg, Royale, Sessignon, Betancourt, Son, Kane, Kulusevsky. For Arsenal, we have Ramsdale, Gabriel, Holding. He's holding on out there is what he's doing. Source. Mr. Soars. <laughs> soars. <laughs> He's sore from this terrible he performance. He soars. Tamiyasu, Odegaard, Elneny, Jaka, Saka, Nketiah, Martinelli. This one, honestly, pretty even early on. The first five minutes, Arsenal were pinning back Tottenham. Really uh, far I'm back. I'm saying as far as like even within 20 minutes, I'd say it was pretty pretty even for the most part and then we have a moment of absolute chaos cross back post originally called for a hand it looked like but then it's like no there was no hand they're just gonna call the foul in midair on sun results in a cane penalty and are we gonna review it man not really well we'll we'll throw a once over and we'll call it good yeah we decide that everything goes against Arsenal as far as VAR. Yeah. It's almost as if every team has good and bad moments with VAR. No. Uh, wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> Kane, Kane slots the penalty home. And then shortly after that, we have a massive moment. First yellow for Rob Holding. Um, just a transition play foul son to stop the play gets a yellow second yellow on the 33rd minute kind of strange felt like it's one of those where it's like it's pretty soft but clearly you have harry kane who knows what he's doing he's posting up holding son or son rather posting him up 
and he says, look, I'm going to go down real easy here, and the ref's going to be in a tough spot. Yeah. With how things were going against Arsenal in this game, you knew he was going to be a second yellow. Yeah, Son knew exactly what he was doing. He was working holding the entire game. He was winding him up. Uh, before that, Son got away with an elbow on holding. Mm-hmm. Nothing given. And then this one it's where, one of those where, where he just runs into holding. Yeah, it's one of those for me where it's like, it's like, is it really a yellow, especially a second yellow? But then it's like, why are you in that position? Like to even be, I I just didn't like it. But yeah, second yellow for Mr. Holding. And then they get a goal through Harry Kane off a corner, off a set piece. I forget. Yeah, crap. Defending at the back post by Eddie and Ketia. Yeah, ring, ring, who's there? Harry Kane, diving header, back post is who's there. Son, at the start of the second half, gets one, which I thought, I didn't know if they'd call a penalty if Son, like, lost the ball or skied it or something. Because I think Kane just, like, tipped over. But I think it was more the announcer just making something out of nothing. Yeah. And then Kane, or uh, Son, rather, scores. After that, smooth sailing for Tottenham. Not many chances for either side to close it out. 3-0 went about as terrible as it could have for Arsenal. Went about as good as it could have for Tottenham Hotspur and Mr. Conti. Throw themselves right back in the thick of things. You know, you lose to Brighton who can't score. You lose to them at home. You blow games to Southampton. What do you do? You come out, you play Liverpool tough. And you blow the doors off Arsenal. The eternal state of Tottenham Hotspur, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And I just got to say, Paul Tierney should have never been in charge <laughs> oh of this game. Is the ref's fault? He is a terrible ref. And he was looking to make his mark on this game. And he did. And that's all I got to say. Well, we'll have to click on those fan polls up in the upper right to see what they kind of say. Um, how how shite this Paul Tierney, ten out of ten. So right now the table: City up three over Liverpool. As far as the top four, we have Chelsea at seventy, Arsenal at sixty six, Tottenham at sixty five. Chelsea with a draw all but seal a top four finish, even if they lose to Watford, or well, I guess if they lose to Leicester and then draw with Watford, or they draw with Leicester. Just Watford. Doesn't really matter. Chelsea have enough goal differential. All they need is a draw. But with Chelsea, you never know. Arsenal, last two games. Who are we looking at? Newcastle away and Everton at home. Newcastle and Everton. Tottenham, last two games. Burnley and Norwich. Burnley and Norwich. Well, you don't want to play Norwich on the last game. (laughs) That's for sure. That's a blown game if I ever saw one. You don't want to point Norwich because you won't get any time on the pod. (laughs) (laughs) We just skip over your game. (laughs) Uh, Relegation right now, 16th, Everton at 36, 17th, Burnley at 34, 18th, Leeds with 34. Down on goal differential as we speak. Let's get to some predictions for the next match week of games. Tottenham, Burnley. At the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Would you rather have Arsenal beat Tottenham or would you rather have Burnley beat Tottenham? I'd rather have Arsenal beat Tottenham, but if Burnley beat Tottenham, 
that would be very swell and i would love it it yeah. would make me feel a lot better um yeah i mean with that one where the hell are you going i'm trying to i'm trying to read out of here i'm trying to read my thoughts by looking at the game just trying to understand this this schedule end of season that makes no sense why are the games all on sunday because the FA Cup final Saturday brawl, the most important game of the year. I think I got anyone. time to watch these games on Sunday. Jesus. Uh, Tottenham Burnley. Back to it. I I just like Tottenham's midfield right now. I don't have a ton of faith in Burnley's attack, but you know Tottenham putting in some good defensive shifts. They're bound to have a let up at some point defensively. So. Maybe a corner goal out of nowhere or something. I'll go with uh, Tottenham 2-0. I'm going to say Tottenham 3-0. I don't think Burnley can really do much against that back three. Villa, Palace, at Villa Park. Palace, let's let's keep it rolling, baby. Let's keep it rolling. I want us to get real hot to end the year. Yeah. Um, get some guys in good form. Villa, I like what McGinn's doing. Luis has had moments lately where he's looked pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Defense hasn't been too shabby, I guess, but not great. Attack is hit or miss. I, it's impossible to tell. I'm going to go Palace 2-1, but I don't feel great about it. I'm going to say 2-2. Two, two. Okay. Leeds, Brighton, Elland Road. This feels like a must-win for Leeds, and Brighton are just clicking again out of nowhere. Yeah, not the time you want to be playing Brighton. Yeah. And who would have thought about that? <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, the way... I don't know, though. If Brighton are going to be aggressive, maybe it's just something they saw with United in terms of that pressing and being super aggressive, because if you do that to Leeds, they can pull you out. But same thing goes with Leeds. If they're super aggressive, then, you know, Brighton will pull you out. I'm going to go with a 2-2 two, two draw. I'm going to say 2-1 Brighton. Watford, Leicester at the Vic. This feels like a nice, fat, juicy 3-0 Leicester. Yeah, normally I would say 0-0, but if Jamie Vardy plays, I think they'll win 2-0. That's what I'm thinking. West Ham, City, City can't really afford for it to slip i would say you know west ham they might go for it though i mean they don't have anything to lose yeah and they're tough side at times we'll see how much the attack carries over from that norwich game i doubt very much of it but uh we'll go city 3-1 i'll say city 2-0 wolves norwich wolves you're on norwich duty next episode sorry wolves (laughs) fans sorry joe uh, I would hope Wolves could generate at least two goals against Norwich. Yeah. I would hope. I would hope so. You'd hope solo. Hope solo. Uh, yeah, we're going to go 2 nil Wolves. 3 nil Wolves. Get my boy Chiquinho on the score sheet. No, it's now, now we're lining up a Dean Smith special to pass Watford <laughs> in the table. We're lining up for it. Everton, Brentford. Tough one for Everton to close out the year. Yeah. Good thing you got your wins when you did. Good thing Chelsea looks kindly upon you and gifts you wins. 
Yeah, this game's kind of similar to Leeds versus Brighton. Everton's facing Brentford at kind of the worst time, you know, uh, Brighton. And yeah, but Brentford Brentford's are... facing Everton at the worst time, unless you faced them early in the year. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's Everton. <laughs> uh, at Goodison, so it'll, have, it'll be hopping. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw. I'm going to say 2-2. Okay. Yeah. I think this will be a pretty entertaining match. Newcastle, Arsenal, St. James Park. And we're talking about tough matches. Away to Newcastle in a must win. That's it's not where you want to be. Yeah. Not They're ideal. No, not a walk in the park, as I say. No. Because no, you got Bruno G out there. You got St. Max on their way. Hopefully they're still feeling dejected from getting beat down by city i'm gonna go with a 1-1 draw on this Mm. i'm gonna say 2-1 arsenal scroll down please okay so we're gonna be potting next friday again it would appear as we have midweek action southampton and liverpool at saint mary's should be a fairly easy win for Liverpool, I would think. I don't want to say it. Given the way that Southampton is playing. I really, really don't want to say oh, it. Oh, are you going to do it? 6-0. Oh, 6-0. I thought you were going to say Southampton's going to win for 6-0. 6-0. Yeah, I'm going to go 4-0. Yeah, Southampton, sorry. Everton, Palace, Goodison. They're saving the Kino, Goodison butthole clenching moments <laughs> <laughs> for for the very end yeah uh this is gonna be a tough one i think everton get i think they lose one of palace brentford mm-hmm. and they draw the other i went with yeah. the draw against brentford earlier i think i'm gonna change it. i'm gonna say they i'm gonna say brentford beats everton and then i'm gonna say that everton draw with palace I think Everton's going to get a squeaky 1-0 out of this one. Just, wow. Just due to the fact that the Palace isn't really playing for anything. Villa, Burnley, Birmingham Park, the Blue and Claret teams are two of the three duking it out. For the Claret and Blue Carb- uh, Claret Carby. And- <laughs> the Carby. The Claret and Blue Cup. Uh, Yeah, I... <sighs> I, think, I think Burnley exhausted their... Their run of form. Isn't it crazy this game just happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Normally it's not like that close, but right. yeah. yeah. Makeup games. Um yeah, I wonder if there'd be any changes. I'd give an edge to Burnley in the sense that uh you know, they saw what Villa were doing, maybe kind of balance that out and then Burnley can hit him with some uh new stuff. I'm going to go with a draw. We'll go 1-1. Hmm. I'm going to say 2-0 Villa. Chelsea, Leicester, Stamford Bridge. Um Leicester, I don't know if they could have any squad rotation or anything. They could probably get away with not playing Vardy against Watford and then play Vardy for this one if they cared about results, but I don't think they do. Yeah. I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw. I'm going to say 2-1 Chelsea. And that'll do it. What do we have for a prediction, Sam? 
prediction we're going to have. Chiquinho is going to score a brace against Norwich. Yes. Let's go. Come on. Chiquinho's on me. Chiquinho's on me. Chiquinho's on me. Chiquinho. 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 <laughs> <laughs>